Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode, I'm going to be talking to you about multiple pregnancy. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash twins or in the antenatal care section of the Zero to Finals Obstetrics and Gynecology book. So let's get straight into it. Multiple pregnancy refers to a pregnancy with more than one fetus. The incidence of multiple pregnancies increased with the development of fertility treatment. Let's talk about the types. There are some key definitions to be familiar with relating to twin and multiple pregnancies. Monozygotic refers to identical twins and these originate from a single zygote. A zygote is a single cell formed by an egg and a sperm. Dizygotic refer to non-identical twins, which originate from two different zygotes. Monoamniotic refers to a single amniotic sac. Diamniotic refers to two separate amniotic sacs. Monochorionic refers to when the twins or multiple pregnancies share a single placenta. Dichorionic refers to when there's two separate placentas. The best outcomes for twin pregnancies are diamniotic, dichorionic twin pregnancies, as each fetus has their own supply of nutrients. Let's talk about making the diagnosis. Multiple pregnancy is usually diagnosed on the booking ultrasound scan. Ultrasound is used to determine the gestational age, the number of placentas, which is the chorionicity, and the number of amniotic sacs, which is the amnionicity, and the risk of Down syndrome as part of the combined test for Down screening. When determining the type of twins using an ultrasound scan, dichorionic, diamniotic twins have a membrane between the twins with a lambda sign or a twin peak sign demonstrating the membrane. Monochorionic diamniotic twins have a membrane between the twins with a T sign and monochorionic monoamniotic twins have no membrane separating the twins because they're in the same amniotic sac. The lambda sign or the twin peak sign seen on an ultrasound refers to the triangular appearance where the membrane between the twins meets the chorion as the chorion blends partially into the membrane. This indicates a dichorionic twin pregnancy where there's separate placentas. The T sign refers to where the membrane between the twins abruptly meets the chorion giving a T appearance. This indicates a monochorionic pregnancy where there's a single placenta shared between the two twins. Let's talk about the complications of multiple or twin pregnancies. There are risks to the mother, which include anemia, polyhydramnios, or too much amniotic fluid, hypertension, malpresentation, where the fetus is not in a suitable position for vaginal birth, spontaneous preterm birth, an instrumental delivery or caesarean section, and postpartum hemorrhage, where there's significant bleeding after the babies are born. There are some risks to the fetuses and the neonates, which include miscarriage, stillbirth, 
fetal growth restriction, prematurity, twin-twin transfusion syndrome, which we'll talk about in more detail, twin-twin polycythemia sequence, which we'll talk about in more detail also, and congenital abnormalities. Let's talk in more detail about twin-twin transfusion syndrome. Twin-twin transfusion syndrome occurs where the fetuses share a placenta. It's also called feto-fetal transfusion syndrome in pregnancies with more than two fetuses. When there's a connection between the blood supplies of the two fetuses, one fetus, called the recipient, may receive the majority of the blood from the placenta, while the other fetus, called the donor, is starved of blood. The recipient gets the majority of the blood and can become fluid overloaded with heart failure and polyhydramnios, with too much amniotic fluid. In contrast, the donor has growth restriction, anemia and oligohydramnios with inadequate amniotic fluid. There will be a discrepancy in size between the fetuses. Women with twin-twin transfusion syndrome need to be referred to a tertiary specialist fetal medicine centre. In severe cases, laser treatment may be used to destroy the connection between the two blood supplies. Next let's talk about twin anemia polycythemia sequence. Twin anemia polycythemia sequence is similar to twin-twin transfusion syndrome but less acute. One twin becomes anemic whilst the other twin develops polycythemia or a raised haemoglobin. Next let's talk about the antenatal care of women with twins or multiple pregnancy. There are nice guidelines from 2019 on multiple pregnancy which give advice about additional management that's necessary for multiple pregnancies. A specialist multiple pregnancy obstetric team manages women with multiple pregnancies. Women with multiple pregnancy require additional monitoring for anemia with a full blood count at booking clinic, 20 weeks gestation and 28 weeks gestation. Additional ultrasound scans are required in multiple pregnancy to monitor for fetal growth restriction, unequal growth and twin-twin transfusion syndrome. And this includes two weekly scans from 16 weeks gestation for monochorionic twins or twins that share a placenta and four weekly scans from 20 weeks gestation for dichorionic twins where the twins each have their own placenta. This is because twins with their own placenta are at lower risk of fetal growth restriction. Planned birth is offered between 32 and 33 plus 6 weeks for uncomplicated monochorionic monoamniotic twins. These are the highest risk twin pregnancies because the twins share an amniotic sac and a placenta so early delivery is advised. Between 36 and 36 plus 6 weeks gestation for uncomplicated monochorionic diamniotic twins where there's one placenta but two amniotic sacs. Between 37 and 37 plus 6 weeks for uncomplicated dichorionic diamniotic twins where they each have their own placenta and amniotic sac. 
and planned birth is offered before 35 plus 6 weeks gestation for triplets. Waiting beyond these dates is associated with an increased risk of fetal death. The timing of birth when there are complications is assessed on an individual basis. Corticosteroids are given to the mum before delivery to help mature the fetal lungs and reduce the risk of respiratory distress after birth. Finally, let's talk about delivery. Monoamniotic twins, where there's a single amniotic sac, require an elective caesarean section at between 32 and 33 plus 6 weeks gestation. For uncomplicated diamniotic twins, where there's two gestational sacs and the aim is to deliver them between 37 and 37 plus 6 weeks gestation, there are a few options. Vaginal delivery is possible when the first baby has a cephalic presentation, meaning it's head first. Caesarean section may be required for the second baby after successful birth of the first baby. And an elective caesarean section is advised when the presenting twin is not cephalic presentation. If the first baby, for example, is in a breech position. So thanks for listening to this episode on multiple pregnancy. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast. If you want early access to these podcast episodes, consider becoming a member and supporting Zero to Finals on Patreon, where you'll also get access to the Zero to Finals digital flashcards and my full course on how to learn medicine. And I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about Urinary tract infections in pregnancy.